Fessy, give us your breakdown on how you feel like your your receivers have done and, and then kind of maybe more in general the passing game overall because last week was kind of that breakout you guys were looking for. Yeah, um, in terms of the, the receiver group, uh, been, been really pleased with them. You know, we've obviously been battling – uh, injuries since since game one, um, kind of had to had to shuffle through those a little bit. That's the nice thing about depth, you know. I I remember talking about it to you guys all through fall camp. Is is that's the value of having a deep group. Um, injuries happen. I haven't I haven't never coached a receiving crew that's completely made it through the season. You know, fully healthy. You know, you're always going to have those dingers, some more than others. And so I've been really pleased with how the guys have responded. You saw Keanu Hill and Chris Jackson game one, really you step in and and do great things. We didn't skip, skip, skip a beat. And then when the Nakua brothers were healthy and ready to go game two, um, they did a good job stepping in and, and making plays. So um, it's nice. I think it's, that's our goal. It's make it makes it hard on defenses to, to be able to have all guys ready on deck and, and know that if, if guys are missing or, or get dinged up a little bit, um, we, we can still function. Um, and then just as in, 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 as it relates to our passing offense, you know, we played three, you know, really difficult defenses. You know, that first game was hard because there was a lot of unknown and, and, and Don Brown does a great job um, with his scheme. It's always tough to, 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 to pass on those guys. And then you play Utah state and, and Arizona, or sorry, Utah and Arizona state um, with two really good defenses historically and this year. So, it, it, you know, we, we, we did enough to win. And, um, you know, although we, everyone would like stats to be higher, I was happy with their production. And then um, last, last week was good with the possessions, number of possessions we had, I was really pleased with um, um, how efficient, you know, we were able to be in the passing game. So happy overall with, with the group and, and um, our, our uh, passing game. Uh, Jake, you're up. I uh, see. I wanted to kind of get your assessment. Obviously, the passing game coordinator, you have a pretty influential role in this offense. But I wanted your assessment of how you thought Baylor did stepping in for Jaron last week. I thought he did awesome. You know, he, he didn't didn't surprise any of us. It's it's we we have the luxury of seeing um, Baylor practice every day, and he gets a ton of reps. And um, he did what he does in practice. Just poised, calm, cool, collected. I was really impressed with his his touch on the deep balls. Um, it's one thing Baylor's always done well. Um, th- those chunk yard, that chunk yardage and those explosive plays are a critical part of our offense. And so for Jaron to go down and have Baylor come in and, and be able to hit on all cylinders still down the field was, was a really um, – great thing to see and like I said something I think we all expected and so just very efficient I thought his decision making was excellent um his ball you know the balls he threw were at very accurate and so just just happy with him and I always feel comfortable with Baylor um at the quarterback position if that's what it is on any given week and in a scheme obviously you guys don't want to change it too much player to player but obviously going from Jaron to Baylor did it have to change at all for you or did you feel like he just kind of stepped into what ba- uh, Jaron had already been doing this season and just picked it up yeah that that the latter. Those two are very interchangeable. Granted, Jaron's probably just a little twitchier and, and more of a threat in terms of um, running and 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 you know breaking any pressure. But Baylor's very capable. He's a very underrated athlete. So when you compare those two together, you know it's it's easy to to nitpick and say you know this. Well, Jaron's probably a step faster, but really we don't have to change anything. Um, that's the that's the nice thing is Baylor's more than capable to to make plays with his legs. Um, and so we we feel comfortable that either of those two can fit to any game plan we have okay let's go mitch next and then sean walker yeah coach uh how, how exciting is it for the offense to uh, be in a spot where you guys are, are looking to put up more points yet 
same time, you're four and undefeated, knocking on the door of the top 10. I mean, how, how much, how exciting is that to be in this spot where you guys haven't played your best football yet? Yeah, that's really exciting. That that's the sign of a great team is when you can, when you can, you know, learn your lessons through victories. Um, yeah. and that's, that's, that's a great thing. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about the potential we have and the ceiling we have, you know, to, to, to keep growing and keep getting better. And that that's our goal, but to be able to, um, you know, do enough and execute enough to get wins, but know that there's room for growth um, is a really good position to be in. And I've, I've been on the other side, just, you know, where you, you know, you, you do really, really well statistically and then you lose right on once one unit does a great job and you still lose. Um, and so, or you haven't played your best and you still lose. And so I'm just, we're all grateful for it. I think as a team, as coaches that we, we um, still have improvements to make, but that we, we do have a special team. You know, I, I don't want it to be overlooked that, um, you know, we're just not, not playing that great. I mean, we're, we're hard on ourselves and, and we want to be, you know, the best. And so we're holding ourselves to a very high standard. And so the fact that we're winning does say something. Um, we have a really good team. Um, but I think the fact that none of us are, are content, is also the sign of a great team, you know, that we're striving for something bigger. So are those high standards, uh, something that you guys talk about as far as goals each and every day, this motivation throughout the, this part of the season? Yeah. You know, one of, one of our main themes this year that Kalani has been pushing to our, to uh, the team is, is doing those small things that each, that there's, there's nothing that's too small to focus on. And when that's your focus, um, you're always going to find things to fix and improve. If you just say, Oh, let's just go undefeated and, and have this big picture in mind, you miss out on those little things. And so there's every play, there's something we, we can all nitpick and say, Hey, we gotta, we gotta do this better. After every game, there's always these little things we're going to talk about that we need to, we need to do better and better. And there's a fine line between not, you know, just bogging yourself down, um, and being negative, but also keeping that standard. And I think that's, that's settled into our culture. And a lot of guys are, um, you know, it's resonating with a lot of our team. Coach, a lot of people look at this Aggie team and they see a really good, fast, up-tempo, dynamic offense. Um, kind of like you guys, actually, a little bit. You guys have been able to play a little fast this, this year. But I, I look at this defense at Utah State. Uh, and see a really good secondary with guys like Shaq Bond and a really good linebacker with the the uh, Rice Justin Rice kid in coverage. Is that kind of is it fair to say that's kind of a strength of their defense? Is sort of that back end. I don't want to just limit it to just the secondary, but sort of that back end of the defense. Is that do you guys sort of see that as well? Kind of in a, just in terms of a a strong back side of their defensive unit. Yeah, yeah, they're returning two starting corners, um, and their safeties have experience, and so that's that's definitely a unit that we feel is 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 experienced, um, and they they do a lot of things defensively um, that can that can create um, challenges for an offense, and you can't do that stuff unless you have an experienced uh, group of guys that you can rely on, and so you know we know we have a challenge, and we're excited for the opportunity to face a to face a really solid defense. Jake, do you have a question? Yeah, I just got one more. Fessy, kind of in that vein, the hot topic this week is how big of a rivalry is this? You're a guy from this state. You know what it means to, in this rivalry. How do you perceive it? Um, it's an in-state game. There's a lot on the line. There's a lot of emotion. You know, a lot of these guys have, have grown up together and played Little League together or played in the same high school. Um, you know, there's a lot of mixing with the coaches. I know they have a new coaching staff, and, and a lot of them are, you know, from back east or, or down south. But, you know, there, there's um, there's, a, there's a lot of emotion in this game, and we, we know it. That Their fan base, um, 
you know, is, is, is electric, you know, and they're passionate just, you know, a lot like ours. And so it's going to be a fun game. And anytime you play a team that's within this state, whoever it is, whatever institution it is, um, there's going to be a lot on the line. And so we're, we're, we're excited for it. You know, I view it, view it as I, this game, the, the, the same as I would any other team that's in state. Like this is a great opportunity. Um, you know, a lot of our families will be at these games and, and it's, it's going to be fun and we're excited for it.